by the block. Right. I want, I want our name on the block. Right. That's going back to the hood. Okay. But what stopped me and what, what actually made me stop hanging in the hood was Dick Gregory. Okay. I watched this clip. Dick Gregory was like, nigga, why you buy this Rolls Royce? To ride through the hood to show you the richest motherfucker? That I can't buy one? And da da da, da. And it's crazy because that's why I bought it. Right. I was young. Like, nigga, right. we getting money on the south side. I'm finna pull a phantom out here. Da da da. But I was ignorant. And at the same time, I could have bought this condo downtown Atlanta that I ride by every day today. Right. And it's fucking five times the value. Right. I, the egg on my face, right? So when I seen Dick Gregory do that, I actually got out that car. The things I wanted to be and grow up to be, I got there. Right. At 23 years old. Okay. My, I was sitting so high on top of my mountain, I just kept smelling something. Right. It just smelled like manure. I was standing on top of shit mountain. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have no business. I didn't have no financial literacy. I didn't have an insurance policy. I didn't know what trust accounts was, shell companies. I didn't know how to go buy tangible businesses. I didn't know nothing. So I'm like, yo, how am I this famous guy and I'm the big homie and y'all respected me, but I can't even tell you how to go open up a bank account. It felt so good learning that. Like, usually if I, if I want to run uh, money up, I have to go on the streets now. I got good credit, some holding companies. I go give me a loan. Right. I go get a loan right now for $10 million, $20 million, $100 million. It's, it's just perspectives. Right. And a good business plan. It's easy. So when you start learning things like that, why would you be an edge monster? Right. I know anybody right now, yo. I don't care how gangster you are. My boy, if you start learning this real business, man, you ain't thugging. You leave thugging. that alone. Man, who? I wish you, man, I ain't going. I'm good. I'm not going nowhere with, with, with all the odds is against me. I can't do that. It's stupidity. So. Right. Uh, that's what made me stop, man. I was on top of shit mountain, and I wanted to build Mount Everest. Right. And I knew it was all right here in my brain. I, I got tired of just, anytime I see a crowd of black people, I, I'm, I'm clutching. But I get around a, a bunch of Chinese guys or white guys, or this guy, I'm kind of cool. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why am I like that? Right. So I broke out of that. I want to, I want to perfect me. I didn't want to be this person that would, what they want to say, America wants you to be all, every black man say, yo, niggas don't trust black people. This. I want to be me, man. I say, oh, Walker, how could you change anything if you can't change yourself? How could you change the world if you can't change your family? How could you change your family if you can't change your neighborhood? How could you change the country if you can't change your state? So you have to change you, your family, your neighborhood, then your state. So that's a lot of pillars mentally you have to get through as a man. Why the good? Ready with that. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 240. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made it. We made it. 2023. 2023. Some people made it. Some people didn't. We lost some to monkey pox, allegedly. Who knows? I don't know. A lot of bullshit that came out last year. We just won't, you know, there's no explanation to it. And we, you know, we're never going to get it. But it's cool. We just, you know, we be blind to what they tell us and we just act like this world is what it is. Anyway, hello. Happy to be back. I was, sorry. I was gone for two weeks. Let me explain why. One week, I just, I wasn't in the mood to pod. <clears throat> so there's that. Yes, you have to be in the mood to do this. Number two. The next week, I wanted to wait for the verdict of the Tory and Meg Thee Stallion case. Now, by now we all know the, the verdict of the Tory and Meg Thee Stallion case. Tory was found guilty, and um, Tory is in jail and awaiting sentencing. Senten- sentencing. Um, now, here's the thing. Like, I have said things about the situation. 
I've had information about the in situation and the narrative of the said case was given to the media wrong. Now, let me explain. And I, I got this from Joe Budden's podcast, this, this perspective. Tory was never on trial for shooting Meg the Stallion. The case was never about shooting Meg the Stallion. Meg never pressed criminal charges against Tory. Understand that. Now, once you hear that, it's like, well, what the fuck is he in court for? Tory is in, was in court for the gun. A gun was discharged in a pretty upscale community. Who the fuck had this gun? And whoever had this gun and shot this gun is going to jail. Had nothing to do with him shooting Meg. Shooting Meg was not, you know, you don't, yeah, you can go to jail for shooting someone if they press charges and go to court and prove you shot them. It was never to be proven. So a lot of people were confused as how is his DNA not on the gun? And that 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 part does not make sense. His DNA is not on the gun, but he's in jail for the gun. Now, but the, we're not privy to the information the jury had until after the fact. After the case was done, there was some audio leaks of Tory's call to Kelsey from jail. A lot of remorse, a lot of guilt in that conversation. However, Tory never specifically said what he was apologizing for, but it sounded like he did some shit. And to a jury, that's enough. They said they needed reasonable doubt to believe that he did this. That, that right there was probably enough reasonable doubt to say, oh, yeah. Why would he say these things if he didn't do anything? Why would he make, make sure to contact her you only get like one call from jail, really, allegedly, when you're not a celebrity, when you don't have money. You only really allow one phone call. And if you only allow one phone call, why did you call her? Why didn't you call your people to get you out of there? You called her. Not Meg, not your lawyers, not your security to come get me out. You called her. Now, if you want to be funny, he was fucking her first, so I guess he owed her that phone call. <laughs> but it just, it just seems a way. So, you know, now the narrative out on the internet is that women and men were going against each other. I'm team Meg, I'm team, um, team Tory. It became, you know, a pick them who you like more and who you want to see do this. A lot of the women were like, he did that shit. He did that shit. Him, this doesn't prove he did anything still. We don't know. Like everybody got on the stand and basically lied. Kelsey was given immunity before she even took the stand. So at that point, it's like, why are you asking for immunity before you took the stand? What did you do? What are you, what are you pleading the fifth on? Now, Tory did not take the stand. And most people would say, well, if I'm on the trial for allegedly doing something and I didn't do that, I would do anything to prove, hey, I didn't do this shit. You guys got the wrong one. It wasn't me. It was, so who did it? And then it's like, well, I don't know. But it's like, and then the bodyguard goes missing. A whole lot of shit was going on. But at the end of the day, Tory's in jail. It's over with. The case is done. We can now move forward. Um, and I'm not clapping for Tory being in jail. I'm clapping for this shit being over. It's been two years of that. And we get some kind of resolution now. Uh, where does Meg go after this? I don't know. Um, 
it's clear she has all the female support. She's an attractive woman. The men won't give a fuck about Tori no more after a while. It's like, whatever, I still want to fuck that bitch. So I think Meg will be fine. Uh, her music was not hitting as of late, so I don't think we should expect an album anytime soon or any kind of, like, music. I heard she was having into some kind of movie things. I don't know if that's still happening, but if that's the case, if that's the route she's going, I'm pretty sure she'll be successful there. So we'll see. But anyway, what's up? How was everybody's Christmas? How was everybody's New Year? My Christmas was wonderful. I was uh, went to spend time with my lady and her family in Long Island. It was cool. Uh, a lot of children. I have to get used to that. Because, um, you know, I'm not only going to be a father, but I'm also a stepfather as well. My lady has children. And, uh, you know, a lot of things revolve around the kids. And that's fine for me. Um, Christmas, I didn't get anything. I didn't want anything. I told my girl, don't buy me nothing. She didn't. That's fine. I bought sneakers for her. I bought sneakers for her daughter. I bought, um, got some sweatpants for her son. He wanted essentials. I got him a couple, you know, make sure he fly. And that was really it. You know, the little one, she's three, so she don't really need too much. She got a little doll. She's cool. She got a couple toys. She's straight. Um, but we survived Christmas. New Year's, I stayed home. I didn't do anything. You know, I'm out the way. I don't do shit. I don't, you know, I'm cool on everything. So, therefore, I was not around shit. I was home, smoking, in the crib, waiting for the countdown. I went to bed. I was in bed by about... I was on the phone with my girl for like an hour. So maybe like I'm close to two. Yeah. That was about it. New Year's resolutions. I don't have any. I don't believe in that shit. Um, so I don't have that for you. I'm not going to join a gym. I'm not going to like smoke less. I'm not, I don't have any res. I don't find, I have anything wrong. There's nothing in my life that I want to fix. Everything's fixed. <laughs> um, now, my girl is officially nine months pregnant tomorrow. Be on the countdown. Be uh, four weeks and counting. Four weeks. And my baby girl will be here, God willing. Um, I'm ready. Everybody like, are you scared? No. There's nothing to be scared of. I'm, I've been ready for this for some time. I knew when I made my baby, I wanted my baby. So then I'm not scared. I think people are afraid of parenthood when they're not ready for parenthood. And I don't think people understand the concept that you could actually be ready. You know what I mean? Most people have children by, like, accident. Like, fuck, a girl pregnant. Damn, we just gonna have to handle it. And they just handle it. But I don't think it was ever, like, planned. Like, people just, shit just be happening and people go with the flow. Like, yeah, she got pregnant. I wasn't trying to do that, but it happened and we having a baby. And then they break up. Because it's like, you know, we, we wasn't really going to be together this long anyway. The baby made us stay together a little bit longer. But I'm cool. And then they split up, and then she's on to you with her children that's from another nigga. And, you know, as men, we just got to accept that. And I want to talk to the women about this. Because a lot of women with, with kids, like men without kids, that's been a topic I've spoke about on this podcast before. And I want to say to the ladies like that you're entitled to whatever you like. However, don't feel away if a man doesn't want you because you have children. Because that's his right, too. Like, y'all be mad that a nigga without kids don't want to fuck with you because you got kids, but it's, you're doing the same thing. 
You're literally doing the same thing. And you have a kid. It's not like you don't have. No, you have and want me to not have. Why? Because you don't want to do your part as a woman. No, no, God forbid a woman be a stepmother. They don't want that. They're like, I ain't being no stepmother, but I'm about to be a nigga got to be stepfathers. What the fuck? Y'all not forcing that on us. We're choosing it. Okay? If we, if we like you that much, then we'll do that. But we not, don't expect that shit. Women got expectations that's so unrealistic. And, and it's like, wait, what, what world do you live in? Why are you making your life so much harder? Y'all make your life harder with these expectations when you should just be who you are, which is a normal, regular person. You can't tell none of these women if they're attractive, they're regular. No, because her, her, her power and her influence can get her irregular treatment. So she feels more than because what another nigga can do for her. But what can you do for yourself? None of these women are depending on men to do for them. They can't do anything for themselves. They don't have anything for themselves. Not, and, and listen, you can't request what you not. You can't expect a loyal, faithful guy and you know you a dirty, grimy bitch. Like, y'all be wanting hood niggas to be squares for you. Like, be a thug outside, but when you come home for me, be this. Nah, because other women like, like that too. So y'all got to really understand what y'all be doing. Y'all be setting yourself up for failure and then acting like he's wrong. I've I seen uh, Gabrielle Union, speaking of this, we going to throw Gabrielle in the tub. But hey, not yo. all the way. We're not going to throw her all the way in the tub. But Gabrielle Union went viral today for some shit she said in the interview. And I want to read it to you. So you guys can understand what's going on out here. Now. <clears throat> all right. Gabrielle Union, why I felt entitled to cheat during Chris Howard marriage. Gabrielle Union felt entitled to cheat on Chris Howard during their dysfunctional marriage. Now, academics posted this, so it says, pay, pray for D-Wade. I, I think this, she's talking about her younger self, clearly. Um, story via page six, Gabrielle Union felt entitled to cheat on Chris Howard during their dysfunctional marriage. I was paying all the bills, I was working my ass off, and I felt like that's what comes with it. The actress, 50 years old, recalls recalled on Monday's episode of Dax Shepard and Monica Padman's Armchair Expert podcast. And bring it on star called Infidelity to Spoils of Riches, adding, like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want, is what I thought. Now, I want to stop there. Right? Now, understand. My ex-husband was a football player. Probably was a defensive lineman or offensive lineman or some shit because he's not known not known that well. And um, Gabrielle Union was a Hollywood actress. Now, in a man's world, when the man makes all the money and the man has all the fame and success and the glory and he cheats, he's considered wrong for this. Even though he pays for everything and works his ass off and makes all the money, he can't, he still can't do that. He still can't have what his way. Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose are divorced because of this very thing. She caught him having a threesome and left. I'm Wiz Khalifa. If I can't do this, what the fuck did I become Wiz Khalifa for? You knew what I was when you got with me. You knew I was lit when you got with me. You knew these bitches liked me when you got with me. I have all this money. 
I'm on tour. They're they seeing me. They're loving me. I am only a man. I'm not perfect. Well, I don't know why, why do women believe that men can just resist everything? Like, we're not y'all. We're not you. Y'all don't see men as sexual objects. Men aren't pr- promoted to women as sexual objects unless he has money. Y'all don't want to fuck Drake because he's attractive. Y'all want to fuck Drake because he's Drake. Because he's fucking Drake. What if Drake was, was not Drake? If he was a regular dude from Canada working in Walmart? Nah, maybe he's cute, but would you want to... Wa- Women will fly to this man at a... He, he can DM you and your bitch right now. Most of you niggas listening, Drake DMs your girl and says, yo, come to Toronto. I'm going to fly you out on the jet. Come to the mansion. Or what he called it? The estate. Come to the estate. And he fly your girl out and fly her to this big fucking house in Toronto. Heated marble floors, and he got a room just for his trophies. I'm pretty sure he has a room for his jewelry, just laid out like a jewelry store. He probably just walk her through there and just let her look. Not even flexing. This is my life. I'm not flexing. This is me. This is my house. This is how I live. That's the reason they're going. Now, if Drake was flying you to Toronto on Spirit and put you up in a fucking hotel, you're not going. No. So for a man, we have to have all this shit, right? We have to have all these things to get women to even be that easy. So when a man becomes of some kind of relevance and has some sort of money, it is only then that now he has access to all these women. Women don't need anything to have access to all these men. She don't have to be famous. She don't have to have money. She don't have to have shit. If she looks good, a nigga will do whatever for her because she's pretty. I don't care how fine you are as a man. If Denzel Washington was not Denzel Washington, was not an actor, he'd be a regular attractive guy and he would just get normal girls. The treatment would not meet the criteria of the way a woman gets treated. You know what I mean? We don't get that. Like a nigga that's a ladies man still got to have shit. Maybe at a lower capacity than a celebrity, but you got to have shit. To have your way with these women, you got to stand out. Nothing makes you stand out when you're regular. I don't give a fuck what kind of good job you got or what kind of good credit you got. Nigga, where's your nice car? Where do you live? How do you live? These women don't want you when you're regular. So when a man gets money, he's supposed to just act like, oh, man, I, nah, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't want y'all. Stop throwing yourself at me. That's the reason he went and got the money in the first place. He wanted that. But I couldn't get that as I was, so I had to go get money so we could become that. Now, Gabrielle Union's here saying, hey, I had all the money. I had all of this. I felt like I could do whatever the fuck I want. So how is it okay for her to feel like that and it's not okay for men to feel like that? How? Jay-Z can't cheat on Beyonce because what? Because she Beyonce? Maybe he had more money than her at that time. I'm still Jay-Z. Yeah, you Beyonce, but I'm Jay-Z. Like, what are we saying? I'm, I, 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 I got to be faithful because I'm married to beyond. I can't have my little quiet little side bitches ever. Ever. Because I'm, because I'm, I'm married. And this is, this is the mortal world. Like this, this marriage is like, you know, that shit is man-made. It's not necessary. That's not an end all be all. Society made it that way, but it's really not that important in the grand scheme of life. Marriage. 
It's, I mean, it happens. People get married and it's cool. It's nice. Weddings are fun to go to. But, you know, how important is it in the grand scheme of life? You know what I mean? You want to have a family. You don't need to get married for that. You want to have companionship. You don't have to be married to have a companion. You want a partner. You don't have to be married to have a partner. You just got to be, be loyal and true and honest and love that person. And you can have the same thing as married people without jury. It means nothing. It's nothing. It's only what you make it. And I feel like women have been taught to make it a big deal because other women feel like if you're not this, then you're not successful. And I want to I talk about that too. Like, we have to stop really caring about what people fucking think because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. Like, the thoughts of others really doesn't matter. Even the people close to you, like, well, what about my mother and father? It doesn't matter. They live their life. You got to live your life. Your parents, you're not, we're not put here to make our parents proud. You make yourself proud. Like people always, I gotta make my mother proud of me. No, you don't. Your mother don't own you. Your mother gave birth to you and she was supposed to teach you to this point, And now you're your own man. Her being proud of you is her own business. That's not your business. Yeah, but I don't want her to be disappointed in me. That's her own personal disappointment. I gotta live my life for me. I gotta do what's for me. If I'm living under my, for my mother, I'm gonna live like she wanted me to, and I probably won't like it. I'm going to do the things she did, and I probably wouldn't like it because it was two different times in the world. You know what I mean? This is 2023. We got cars that drive itself. We got iPhone. My mother didn't have that. I got access to information in my pocket. My mother didn't have that. They didn't know shit. They didn't look. When they didn't know how to spell a word, they had to go grab a dictionary. All you got to do is type half the word. They'll tell you the rest of it. Oh, that's how you spell it. Like, come on. So the traditions of old are expired. I always say society needs an update. It does. We need a new update of the software. The software has expired. Windows has crashed. Niggas want, want to use, we on Mac now and the world is still on Windows. It's crazy. So in the rest of this, it says, um, the Bring It On Star called infidelity the spoils of riches adding like my dad before me whoever had the most gets to do whatever the hell they want is what I thought Union who was married to Howard from 2001 to 2006 accused the NFL player of cheating as well neither one of us felt like our marriage should get in the way of our dating she joked part of it was keeping up with his activities she continued I was like oh that's what you're doing oh you're gonna feel this one the we're gonna need more wine author called the romance a stupid one that should have never gotten out of the dating phase, explaining that she and the athlete 47 had not one thing in common, no morals, no value, no scruples. Union described herself as horny for validation at the time. Having certain kinds of guys like me and want me made me feel like I was worthy and good and valuable and deserving, she explained. Yeah. Now, the men are in these comments, and they're very upset. Now, I want to give some perspective to this. Because, uh, you know, here's a comment. That's how it can't be. Trust them, no way. Marriage is just a piece of paper to some and a title. But it's really about loyalty, trust, and respect. If you don't have, then you don't have nothing at all. Simple. So basically, every man is entitled to cheat. Noted, ma'am. That's what I said. Boy, if the roles was reversed. I think people are reading over the fact that she said he cheated first and that she wanted to cheat because he was doing it first. Girls like to act single in a relationship. They're going to always love the attention from men. That's not all women. 
We all know she wear the pants for their weight for D Wade. Uh, this is why you stay single, gents, and focus on your bag. A woman will help their money come faster. Uh, men let men say he felt entitled. Oh, man, let a man say he felt entitled to cheat because he pays all the bills. Listen, me already know it's a double standard. It's a two-way street. You know what I'm saying? All I tell people is you got to find who's for you. And I always say I don't have these problems. You know why? Because all this shit y'all talk about, these women that's out there, I never avoid, I came in, in contact with these women. I see them and know who the, how they are and who they are, and I know to avoid them. I know not to date them. And this is the thing, too. The more you're attracted to a woman, the less you should want to date her. You can't be overly attracted to your girl like that because it's going to fade. She's only going to be so fire till you get her. And when you get her, you're not going to like her no more. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You're going to cheat on her. You're going to start to disrespect her. You're gonna, it's going to happen. I've, I've done it. You chase these girls. They be so bad, you don't think you can get them. And then when you get them and they fucking give in to you, it's like, oh, oh, she's like mine, mine. Like, I got her. I don't like that shit. I liked it better when I was chasing her. Now, now what? Because if I could get you, and I didn't even think I could get you, I could probably get somebody way better. And that's how men think. If I could get my girl and I chased her, look how bad she is. Imagine the other the, the, the level I could really do. And what most men don't get is, nigga, that is the highest you're going to go. You have to be appreciative for what you got. Like, yo, I don't think I could do no better than this. I'm here. That's it. And it don't have nothing to do with looks. It has everything to do with the woman. I know for a fact the girl I have now, my world, my woman, I can't find better. And it don't got nothing to do with looks. It's her overall, her personality, her, who she is, how she is, the way she thinks, the way she functions, how she is with me. All of those things I'm not going to find in somebody else. I'm not. And you have to know when you found your one. Like, oh, oh, this is it. All the shit. Like, I don't want to use the word submissive because I feel like that's like kind of like an internet word. But my girl is not submissive to me. She just respects me. That word is, is very tricky. Oh, I won't submit. Submit means I'm tapping out. You got it. You win. Respect? I'd rather respect than submission. Don't submit. Respect me. And I have that respect. That is what men be wanting from their women. And I want to tell you niggas, like, if your girl don't respect you, leave her alone. Leave. You don't got to stay here for that shit. If your girl don't respect you and you're like, yo, man, this girl, she don't listen to me. I'll be trying to ta-da-da-da. And she just go do whatever she want to do. Leave. Leave her. You don't, nobody's making you stay with that girl, bro. Nobody. You choosing to stay with that girl for whatever reason. You, you know, you, you love her, whatever. Yeah, all right. I know. But that girl is very disrespectful. She treats you like a bitch. Leave. Um, now, the, uh, Donovan Mitchell had 71 on my bulls. But it just so happened that he did that the same night that uh, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin from the Bills passed out and needed eight minutes of CPR on Monday Night Football this week. And uh, my prayers are out to him and his family and his team and everyone that had to endure that in that stadium that night because I'm pretty sure that was traumatic for a lot of people. Football is a dangerous sport. 
we all know this. We know there's the pros and cons of football. Like, there's a lot of physical and psychological and all kinds of emotional damage done with the game of football. It's very rough. It's a heavy contact sport. People get hurt. You know, in this case, this this player tackled somebody and got up. He popped up and he just collapsed. No pulse. They had to give him CPR for nine minutes on the field. The game stopped. The player circled around and had to watch his lifeless body be resuscitated partially by an ambulance for nine minutes. You know how long? That was the longest eight minutes. It was eight minutes. The longest eight minutes of anybody's life is watching a person you care about not be okay in front of you. It is very emotional. Now, Skip Bayless. Although I understand what Skip was trying to say. You have to understand the power of your platform, my man. I looked at this tweet earlier. He had 175 views on this tweet. 175 million views on that tweet. Now, that don't mean 175 million people seen it, but cut that in half. That's at least 85 million people that read that tweet, dog. That's a lot of fucking people. Um, now, he does a show with Shannon Sharp, and I started the show with um, a Shannon Sharp interview he did with uh, Waka Flocka. Shout out to Waka, cool dude. I met him. Got to kick it with him for a couple hours. He's a really cool guy. Fuck with Waka. Um, but I'm going to just play Skip's uh, from this, it was from this morning. I want to play uh, Shannon Sharp's response to Skip Bayless. Now, here's the thing. Skip didn't back down from what he said, and he uh, stood by what he said. And that's okay. I mean, if that's how he feels, it's, there's no issue. I mean, you're entitled to feel however you want. However, Shannon Sharp took it personally as a former football player, as a black man. He's been going at it with Skip the last couple weeks on personal things, and now this it's not looking good for old Skippy Skip. So um, I'm going to play this. And you guys, uh, you, you know, we're going to talk about it. So this is uh, Shannon Sharp came back. He missed yesterday's episode in protest because he wanted Skip to sit there by himself and feel that fire, and which he did. Uh, but here we go. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it... Well, yes- time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me- All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back. Skip, well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I didn't I, know I, you were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. 
I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations, so clearly somebody No, they did not have... The, nobody... Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with Damar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. As he continues his fight. Now, I'm going to read... <laughs> I'm going to read uh, Skip Bayless' tweet. And um, you guys, uh, let you guys hear. But um, but we well understand what he said, and why Shannon Sharp is upset. Now um, let's get to this here. There's old Skippy Skip. Here he is here. Okay, I'm trying to find the tweet. Uncle Murder did his wrap up. It's pretty fire. Not gonna lie. Shout out to Uncle Murder. I liked it. I enjoy it every year with him because he's he's gonna he's gonna say it in a rude way and he's gonna talk disrespectful, which is cool because it's like you nigga fuck all these niggas. That ass. <laughs> we don't know these motherfuckers. Okay. Now, I know, I know Skip. I know Skip didn't uh, delete the, the, the tweet. Now, here's the tweet. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Now his following tweet was nothing is more important than the young man's health than that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but it, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and will continue to. Now that tweet got uh, 21 million views. The controversial tweet is now at 165 million. <laughs> so you see nobody reads your context. After you offend, there's no explanation. You have to be very clear in what you're saying. So even though I, when I read this, I kind of understood what he's saying. I didn't feel no personal way about Skip. I was like, all right, all right I get it. You got to kind of read what he's saying and really, really think about it. But it, he, he wasn't trying to be offensive or downplay the situation. He was just saying the obvious, like, damn, this is a big game. And this like late in the season, just unfortunate that this had to happen now. You know what I mean? Not that we want it to happen ever, but the fact that it happened in that kind of a game is like, shit, man, you know? So I get that, but it was just wrong time. They're like, some things don't have to be said. Everything don't have to be said. You don't got to speak on everything you feel. Some things you could just keep to yourself, Skip Bayless. You was off the clock. You know what I mean? That, that Twitter always go hang niggas. Always. And now we got fucking Steven Jackson here. Crazy. It was Tom Brady. I guarantee you would have chose your words wisely. Somebody that's been in journalism for over 40 years knows exactly what to say and how to say it. We ain't talking about an athlete. 
that went into journalism. We talking about somebody that's been in journalism their whole life. He never was an athlete. Not once was he an athlete. So journalism is his thing. Just like basketball is my thing. Nigga, mute the TV. He knows what he's saying and when he's saying. He's not getting no pass for this. But now everybody on his ass, now he want to come with a lame-ass apology. And don't come on TV and say, we can't be insensitive to this situation. You wrote that tweet. Nobody else. Y'all stop. All right. Well, that's enough for that. We're going to move on. Young Thug. You know, the mason jar was invented oh, 170 on. years ago, oh, man. God, God. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, Young Thug is, uh, his jury is being selected right now. 14 of the 28 co-defendants copped out. Um, some people see that as being a snitch. Other people see that as finding a loophole in the case and how to finding a way to get your ass out of there. And they took it. I don't think they're those pleas that they copped helped Doug in any way, but that's yet to be seen. We have not heard. I don't think Young Thug is even thinking about this right now. He has a case coming. Uh, him and his legal team are in court every day working at this thing. Um, like with Tori and Meg, we just go have to wait and see. And, and I, you know, as fans, we all like, yeah, free thug, free thug. And, and situations like this is not about the artist. It's about him as a man. This man got kids. He got a family to feed. We want to see him out, of course, and producing. However, when you break the law, this is part of the game. So I don't know what thug did. I don't know him. I don't know his business. So I can't sit here and say anything about it. I just wish the best for him and his family. And I'm going to keep it at that. Um, moving forward now. Let's see what else is going on. They got my boy, Top G. Uh, Andrew Tate has been arrested on sex trafficking charges. This is after he had a Twitter battle with some chick. And they ran down on him in some country. I forget. Sweden or some shit. And um, yeah. So, here's the thing. Andrew Tate um, is or was a very influential insta internet guy. He started as a, uh, I believe he was a, a boxer, a kickboxer, MMA fighter. Made a lot of money. Um, blew up on TikTok. And... You know, a lot of the things he said were very, very uh, pro-man and anti-women, which was, you know, what ultimately pretty much got him out of here was the nasty things he would speak about with women. With women. And you got to understand that he, he said something very profound that I've honestly always heard but never, like, knew how real it could get. Right. So he did a podcast with these two guys. And he was asked, he was speaking on himself. Like, you, you've been canceled. What's what do you see for yourself in the future? And he's like, okay, well, I'll basically I'm I'm on my second life right now. I got three lives. Well, the first one is where they cancel you, and that's already happened to me. They try to shut you up, but I didn't stop. I kept going. 
And then there's the second strike where they find a way to put you in jail. And the third strike, they ultimately kill you. The next day after I saw that interview, this man was arrested. Mind you, he's banned from YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everything. They canceled him. They shut him up. He is banned. He cannot make an account. Imagine that. Imagine you being so influential with the negative things of, or, or uh, what people seem as negative that you've been saying that they completely cancel your entire platform. Now, people will hear that and be like, oh, well, he shouldn't have been wild. And it's like, yeah, but what did he really say that you, you would have to delete all my social media? No Twitter, no Instagram, no YouTube, nothing. Because of what I say? Words are that powerful? Or is it because what you're saying is true? Now, I'm not a man of his caliber or his level as far as influence, as far as wealth. However, I can relate to getting hatred for saying honest things. Sometimes you say things that are too true for people to even want to hear. Especially when you're telling things that the average person may not know. So you got to understand, so the people higher up, there's, there's levels in this world we live in, right? There's, we do live in a matrix, and people don't want to admit this, but it is what it is. There are levels. There's the poverty level, which a majority of us stay at. And we know the hood, and we know small luxuries, and we know our basic lives, paying the rent, going to work, punching that clock, working, 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 working for nothing. Never going to be rich. Never going to have a lot of money. We're never going to be that. Look at our parents. They're not rich. They've been alive how many years? They become, they're okay. They're comfortable. Wealthy? No. Rich? Not even close. What happened? It's the way the world is built. Everyone's not meant to have money. And that's why you people don't. And the people that are willing to do anything to have money will eventually be put out the way. You're going to die or go to jail. So you can play it outside the rules of what society set, and you'll fail because it's set up for you to fail. The ones that beat the odds, like him, make it through, see shit, and say, oh, whoa, wait a fucking minute. This is what's happening over here? Oh, I can't wait to tell this shit. And you get people like Kanye, and you get people like Andrew Tate. They call them whistleblowers. They're telling too much truth. Hey, Kanye, the regulars know that we run the world, but it, they think it's like a, a, a fucking secret or some kind of like, like mis myth. Let's leave it like that. Leave it alone. Shut up. Nah. Nah, because y'all running shit and that's not that's fucked up. So it's like, okay, but we, we're going to do the Kanye. He never really was big on Instagram. They took that. Twitter, he was big on Twitter. They took that. He doesn't have YouTube and all that other shit, but he also has friends or people that are fans and they want him on their platform to use for their views. So you can't really shut guys like this up. Luckily, Kanye's been chilling lately. He hasn't been arrested. He hasn't do anything. He's been quiet the last few, few weeks. I don't know if it's because of the holidays or what. Maybe he said enough and he riled up and did enough. He got out of his deals before the year ended. He was like, perfect, 2033. I'm only focusing on such and such. No more Adidas. No more fucking Gap. None of that. I'm out of all of those deals. Now it's just me. I lost a lot of money, but for what? I could get it back. I'm me. We don't know the grand scheme of what he did, but he's been quiet. He don't want to go to jail like Andrew Tate. Could you imagine Kanye going to jail? I couldn't believe when Bill Cosby went to jail. Now, this is the, this is the, this is the uh, clip I was talking about right here, y'all. Let me play this clip. The, the, the truth is this. So 
I, I knew it was coming. I absolutely not only knew it was coming because of how orchestrated it was. The only thing, and I'll state this at the beginning, the only reason I'm upset by being canceled is because I've expired one of my lives. Because first you get canceled, then they make up a reason to put you in jail. And if that fails, they kill you. So now I'm down to my last two lives, which is also why while I'm answering this question, I'm still being careful how I'm answering it. I'm not telling scary you Scary shit. It's scary because they've now, they've given me the warning and I'm still running my mouth. Yeah. So that's scary. But here's how cancellation works. So I knew it was going to happen because there's very, very orchestrated attacks. So NGOs and charities and all these other non... The, the, the... So, you know, he went into further detail, but the video was only 30 seconds. But when you hear things like that and then you see them come to pass, it's like, huh. It's like, is this guy really like just talking shit or is there some truth to this? And a lot of things people say that seem crazy, there's a lot of truth to it. We call Kanye crazy because we can't fathom him being honest. Like, why can't what he's saying be true? Because it doesn't make sense in your mind? Have you seen everything to see in this life? Have you seen how the upper echelon live? Have you seen how the upper echelon operate? Have you ever been in these rooms with billionaires, trillionaires, oil money? You've never gotten close. So you have no idea what these people are doing at the top. We don't understand the industries of music and movies. We don't understand it, but we just support it. We don't know how movies are made, but when it comes out, we run. We don't know how music business works, but we look at these rappers and like, man, they're rich. And then they're really broke. These optics that they're selling to us on these screens are lies. However, how would you know? And the other day, I had an idea, right? Now, this may sound fucked up, but I had an idea the other day that that might not have got me rich. And I was like, if if that's what I got to do to get rich, if this is what I got to do to get rich, what is rich? What is it? Right? Now, I had this grand scheme where I was like, hmm, what can I do to make myself make some money on the internet? Huh. I'll do what everybody else does. I'll look successful and sell that image to the point where people are supporting me because they think they can become like me. All you need is a little bit of front money. $50,000, i will go buy a couple chain, rent, rent a little bit of jewelry, rent a car, take a bunch of luxurious pictures, get an apartment for a month, stay at my friend's apartment with a nice apartment, take pictures there. Take steal pictures from random people overseas and put, book like I'm on a yacht on, the, on a trip. You can orchestrate a fake life in which people will believe because there's no way to prove you're lying. They're not there. And I was like, hmm, if I give off the image of wealth and success and luxury, people will follow that because they think that's who I am. People will like, yo, that's my guy. I know him. Yo, that's Mark. Yo, that's my guy. Yo, I've been around. Yo, that's my boy. Like now the people want to be your friend. They want to get around you because, oh, shit, bro, you living like that? Damn, I need, we need the link. We need the link. And you say these niggas act funny because they don't want to fuck with you no more because they're lying. I can't, bro, I'm lying. I can't bring you around this. And I can't tell you I'm lying because you'll fuck it up. So I got to act funny with you now. I got to not read the DM and never respond. I got to burn bridges with people I really care about because I want money. So it's like if money's worth that to you, then do those things. Do whatever it takes to make that money. But what is it? Is it worth it? I always think that way. Is the risk worth the reward? Is it? Do you even give a fuck? 
What morals? Are morals real? Who's, whose morals are these? Be honest and be true. Says who? Being honest and true keeps you fucking broke. You think these rich motherfuckers did everything clean? Hell no. You think the niggas that live good in our own regular world are living clean, going to work every day? No, everybody's doing a little bit of fucking, uh, everybody's doing a little bit of fucking scamming. I had another word for it. Everybody's fucking stealing, though. Anybody you know walking up and down the street, designer down, and they can't tell you what they do for a living? Yeah. They found a way to have nice things without a job. They found a way to have nice things without money. They made that the priority. Having shit, but not really having shit. You can have all the mirrors and all the designer clothes in the world. How much money you got, bro? How much money you got right now in your bank? They would they would look at you like you're crazy. What do you mean? Now, some niggas, I'm not saying all, not all, but a majority of them don't have shit. They live with their parents. You know, the most they do is get a little, little hoopty to get around in. They're nickel and diamond just like us. The only difference is they get free clothes and shoes. We don't. We have to pay for our shit because we work. But yeah, I remember back in there, the working man's a sucker. So what I'm supposed to do, sell crack? <laughs> that, that's what I should do? Risk my freedom to have money? Is the risk worth the reward? I could sell this crack, make all this money, but I might go to jail for five years, and when I come out, I got to start all over again. Is it worth that? Is that worth it? Those two years of balling worth five years of prison and mental fuckery and anguish? Is it worth it? What kind of life is that to live? I don't want to have to risk my life or my freedom to have a pair of jeans. I don't want to risk my freedom to have shoes that cost a bunch of money and are ugly. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of niggas out here are doing these things for small gain. In the grand scheme of life, you did nothing but dress well for 20 years. Where's your businesses? Like Waka said, you did all of this shit. Y'all be standing on shit mountain and don't have shit. Be popular as hell and don't have shit. You won't let nobody close to you because they, they'll see you lying. This nigga ain't living like that, man. I live better than this nigga and I'm broke. You do. So that's why you can't compare. <laughs> Comparison is the devil's playground. Anytime you compare yourself to somebody else, you're, you're in the devil's playground because you don't know what they're doing to get what they got. Are you willing to do what they're doing to get what they got? Are you? Probably not. Now, got some other heat I want to play for y'all. Let's see. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This is just funny, and I'm going to play this. This is just hilarious. I'm going to do this to break up the uh, seriousness of the pod. Hold on. I ain't pussy from the back, Nick. Oh, God. Do you think I'm proud of that? You think when I be looking at that asshole right there, I'm happy with my life? Something wrong with me, nigga. How the fuck is you gonna hurt a nigga Phyllis who eat pussy from the back? How the fuck is you gonna hurt a nigga Phyllis who eat pussy from the back? Oh, my God. How the fuck is you gonna hurt a nigga Phyllis who eat pussy from the back? Do you think I'm proud of that? 
That was the great Corey Holcomb. Uh, pussy from the back. <laughs> nah, but um. I do want to uh, play some. Uh, play some free game right here. Here we go. You know that women find 80% of men is unattractive. I didn't know that. So a lot of, have you ever heard the girl say like medium ugly? Like, oh, I gave him a chance. He was medium ugly. <laughs> I say cute ugly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, sis, that was just your level. <laughs> <laughs> because women find 80% of men is unattractive. And the question is, if you find a guy attractive, he's probably the top 20% of men. Are you top 20% of women? And, that, and that's what we have nowadays. And you can get this data from dating apps because women only swipe right between 5 and like 20% of the time. And if you ask 100% of women what they want in a man, they, they list 20% of men. That's where you have eternal like side chicks, basically. <laughs> Did you know men is unattractive? That was just some bars right there I wanted to give to the people. Um, you know? Ladies, we gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta step correct. I gotta step correct. There's another one I want to play. Four at 18 is nothing to be proud about. Oh, wait. Let me, hold on. Before I play this, this is a podcast. Young lady was on a podcast. She's 18 years old. Her body count is four at 18. And this is an older woman giving her some free game. Here, listen to this here. Four at 18 is nothing to be proud about. I'm proud too. Right? I'm telling you now. I know. Because when I heard the 15 before 30, that's where it starts from. Mm -hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, you see your four? Keep it at four to your no, 30. I'm, I'm now. I'm no, 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 no. Keep it at four. Don't be going out and I'll date some winding up the guys. Don't be going out and saying, no. oh, I'm going to go to you just in case. Right? Because if I was a man and I took you out and you're not freeing it up, I'm going to feel offended. Especially if you're not going to go out for a, a date to look for, forward to having a, a relationship. So you see, you're four. I want to hear from you that in five years' time, it's still four. Unless you've got a ring on your finger. In ten years' time, that is still four. Unless you've got your finger on your, a ring on your finger, right? And take... Don't... Shut up. Take advice from an older woman that four by 18... It's nothing to be talking about. Now. I agree. However, different time. We are living in a different time. Sex was cliche for us. To talk about it, to, to just look at. It was always a frowned upon. Girls dressed in sexy always got the stink looks. Girls with the, with, with, you know, that was sexually active always got the nasty looks and the, you know, the men loved them and the women hated them. Those days are gone. The stigma attached to sex is gone. It, these kids don't fear it, okay? They embrace it. They actually want to have sex. It's easier to access now. It's easier to see. 
You pick up the phone, sex is thrown in your face constantly. Constantly. It's, it's a sex world, especially on the internet. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to scare anyone, but if your child is over 14 and they have a cell phone, I can guarantee you they're watching porn. I promise you, a 14-year-old boy, he's unless you monitor his, his browser history, I 100% guarantee you he's watching porn. And it's because it's easier. Maybe younger. Maybe younger. What you could protect your kids from at home, you can't protect them from outside the home. These other kids will show them shit. That's how we got on to all the bullshit. We wasn't smoking weed because we was home and said, I'm going to just smoke some weed. No. <laughs> you had a friend that would smoke weed. You're like, man, man you always smoking weed. You're like, yo, you want to try it? And you're like, well, damn, if he do it every day, and he, I'm going to fucking try it. And then we do it out of peer pressure. And then we grow up potheads. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes that shit ain't for you yet. I can speak for myself. As a teenager, I would have been a terrible weed head because I'd have been a bum. Well, that, that shit was not for me at that time. I knew that. I was afraid of weed for a long time. I just stopped smoking for real until I was 32. I'm 37. So, I, you know, everybody is different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's circumstances are different. However, sex is not what it used to be. Four bodies at 18 is actually not bad. Compared to some of these girls that's 18, do you know Tiana Trump started doing porn at 18 when she was still in high school? She says she has over 400 bodies. This girl is like 25 now. She's like 25 now, Tiana Trump. She started doing porn at 18. She was, look it up, she was still in high school. She got kicked out of school because they saw her porn on Twitter and had it all over the school. She was fucking viral in a day. This is the reality of this generation. These little girls see where the money coming from. You think they staying in high school? You think these young girls is going to college when they can sell pictures of their feet on OnlyFans and make legal, clean money? Y'all better stay in your daughter life. All you fathers with daughters? Yeah, think it's a fucking game to your daughter squirting on fucking cam soda. Think it's a fucking game to she on cam soda with a fucking rose petal on her pussy. And that's going to be your baby girl, nigga. Y'all better keep a good grip on your daughters. Because it's easy to go the wrong way. It's very easy. You make sure y'all have women with the with children with the right woman that can instill these values and morals into your children. Straight up. Y'all be going for these little fucking thought bitches. These bitches are whore. How she gonna raise your kid? This bitch in the streets, all she wanna do is party, party, party. How she gonna raise your fucking kid, dummy? This is the chick you having a kid with and then you mad at her? Be mad at you, nigga. You put your seed in there. Take accountability. Ladies, same fucking thing. Take accountability. You knew this nigga wasn't shit the day you met him and you let him fucking bust in you raw? Why? He can't take care of himself. Why are you letting him fuck you raw? When this baby comes, who's going to be liable for the, the well-being of that child? You are. You want a baby that bad that you want to be a single mother purposely? Because it seems like a lot of y'all are doing that because I'm looking at these niggas and I'm like, that nigga ain't ready to be no father. But Cook, go ahead. Do you think? Do your thing, baby. I wish y'all the best. But I, I know where that's going. I could look in his eyes and see he ain't shit. How the fuck you couldn't see it and you lay with this man? 
I don't know this nigga from a hole in the wall and I can tell he ain't no good. How the fuck you lay with him, be intimate with him and can't feel it? Somebody lying. You know he ain't no good, but you embarrassed by it. And running away is worse than just help trying to fix the shit. To you. To you, leaving would be much worse than staying in a, in a something you not that doesn't serve you, but it makes him happy, so you stay to keep him happy. But what about you? Who gonna make you happy? You go, you gonna go, go cheat? No, because you cheat and you still feel bad. You should feel free. You should feel guilty for being happy. You should be happy and free. Happy to, you should be able to share your happiness without having to have no hate come from no which way. You see, I could post my girl and don't nobody violate me. You know why I don't? Because I ain't playing out here. Ain't no bitches. Ain't no girls could come and come to my girl as no fucking woman. Yeah, you dumb. You know, the level of respect that I have for mine, I wouldn't play like that. She was telling me today, yeah, I used to get fake DMs from fake pages because of my ex. I'm like, I would never have you go through that. I would never in my life have you feel that. I would never have no woman have the audacity to disrespect you in that manner, to come to you and tell you some shit about me from a fake page, interrupted my home and my happiness. It's not fucking happening. And a lot of you niggas don't understand a home. A home is where you can come, relax, and be yourself. If you got to always sit by your girl with your phone face down, if you can never have your ringer on, if you can never tell your girl, hey, pass me my phone without getting anxiety, without feeling like, oh, shit, I hope it don't ring while she handed it to me. Oh, shit, who's this calling this time of night? I don't live that kind of life, bro. I used to do it, bro. Listen, I did, I did it. I did it when I was in my 20s. You bucking, I could have never let my ex pass me my phone. Hell no, I'll get it. I'm going to fuck if it's across the room. I'm going to go get that phone. Straight up. Nah, nah, I got it. Oh, your phone ringing? Uh, leave it, leave it. I, if I, what? No. Don't touch my fucking phone. And then when she did, used to like, bring her little, little, little fucking stinky ass hands on my phone and try to look through and find shit. Guess what? Delete it. Which is a sign of guilt. She used to be mad as hell, but guess what? You don't have no evidence. You don't have no facts. You have nothing. You went in my text history and seen I text nobody but you. You fucking right. So you only text me. Facts. All day. Facts. Love you. So you don't text none of your boys. Nah. I call them. I don't text them. Why I went to your phone history, it's all deleted. I don't know. Don't be tripping. Come on. Are we, are you, are we really stupid? Are you stupid? If you go through your girl phone history and there's nothing in there, if you go through her textures and there's nothing in there, leave. Ladies, same thing. You go through your man's phone and he ain't talking to nobody. Nigga, who the fuck you think you... Oh, he, he think I'm sweet. You know what I mean? He think you sweet. Huh. Anyway. Um, okay. I got a couple more and I'm going to go live a little bit. Actually, let's do the live right now. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Let's do the live right now. Let's do this. <clears throat> and I wish it was a way you could screen record your live without the audio cutting out. That's what it does. Hold on, let me hit this like. Okay. 
All right. So, let's set up this tripod. Everything like that. Get some kind of content for this podcast. Also, I'm making a podcast page. Yes. I'm making a podium podcast page. I'm probably have it done by this weekend, but I'm going to have all podcast content, videos, reels, uh, segments from the show. All of that is going to be on the um, podium podcast page. Now, I had a podium podcast page before, and to be honest with you, I don't know what happened to it. I don't even know if it's still up or not. I might I might have access to it. I might not. I have to check. I doubt it. But in any event, I'm going to make a new page regardless. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. So this light is fucking killing me. Let's see if I move tripod over. This light is a son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like right over me. We go right, we go work with it. Fuck, man. And I don't want to cut the light off because I can't. Little streak of light is really hate me. Hate me. I can move this tripod around. Hold on, guys. Bear with me. Technical difficulty. Wait. All right. I think I think I got it to L. Got it to L. Okay. Let's see if I'm shadow banned now. Let's see how. Let's see how shadow banned I am. Podium podcast episode two forty. Um, if y'all would like to be on the pod, you can call in and you will be on the pod both ways. So let's talk. Oh, shit. I think I'm, my shadow band might be off tonight. All right. So, I'm here. Tonight. New year. New things are going. New blessings on the way. Right? What do y'all want to see for 2023? What do y'all want to see for 2023? That's the topic. What do y'all want to see change? What do you want to see, period? Do you want to see women be more grateful? You want to see niggas cut these fucking nasty hairstyles off. You want the baby hair to go away. All right? You want fat niggas to start wearing their size. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do you want to see in 2023? No more Miri's. I know that's right, brother. No more Miri's. Thrifty Tree 19 says, no more Miri's. You're going to have every hood nigga here panicking because they don't know what to do. I want fat niggas to start wearing their style. That's a fact. A lot of you big niggas is wearing the Marys, and that shit is not for you. It's not for you. Everything ain't for everybody, man. 
Y'all got to chill the fuck out. It was a skinny jeans and you ain't been skinny in 10 years. Cut it the fuck out. No more panda dunks. I know that's right. Panda dunks. First of all, can we be honest? Can we be real on this podcast? Let's get dunks out of here, period. Let's get dunks out of here, period. How about that? They fucking suck now. I'm, uh, no more bullshit gang. Hey, I get it. <laughs> How was it meeting Kais? Kais is cool. Kais Omar came through the store. Shout out to my store restock. Kais Omar and his girl Mina came to the store. It was cool. He's a cool guy. Right? Like, oh, he seems like a dick. He seems like this. Listen, that's YouTube, bro. You got to uh, judge people when you see them face to face. Gabe, my boy. Wear shorts that look dope instead of wearing them because they're expensive. That's true, too. That's true, too. I used to be anti-Eric Emanuel. I used to be. And then I thought, I got a pair. And I was like, I understand why people wear this shit. It do be hot. These shits are very light. The pockets ain't shit. But, you know, you got a little, you know, niggas carry purses. Y'all niggas carry purses now anyway, so y'all don't even use the pockets. I'm the only dickhead worried about the pockets. Goofy, oversized designer kicks. Man. One day. One day. One thing I want to see in 2023 change. I want to see the death of baby hairs. I want niggas to stop wearing purses and, and calling it bags. You niggas are carrying pocketbooks. Seriously. You niggas is carrying pocketbooks, bro. Y'all are over 22. Over y'all grown men. And I don't give a fuck if it's Louis Vuitton. It's a purse. It's a purse. You're a dude. Why do you need a bag to go across your body to your side? You have pockets. If you niggas would stop wearing these tight-ass jeans, maybe you could fit something in the fucking pockets. But Amiri's or death, you know? Marnie slippers. Marnie period got you niggas looking fucking crazy. I don't give a fuck how much it costs. It looks ugly. What is it about something ugly and expensive? I'm going to start a designer clothing line that's overpriced and is bullshit. Balenciaga did it. Balenciaga did it. Why the fuck I can't make some ugly shit and charge $1,200 for it? It's art. It's fucking art. We can sell any fucking thing these days. Niggas will buy it. Tell niggas it's art. They go buy it. Oh, it's art. Let's take some old Levi's and paint circles on them. Charge $500 or $300. The world will lose their mind. When I made a pair of Levi's with my handprints on it and paint, nobody fucking wanted it. Nobody. Y'all remember that last year? That was the beginning of 2022. I'll put the, I wish I could put the picture in the background. I might have it. It was 2022. Am I still going? Y'all can still see me? It was 2022, beginning of the year last year. I made jeans with paint, Levi's, vintage Levi's. I even made camo pants with paint. Now, my camo is a little extra for folks. Maybe they don't like the camo. But I did regular Levi's too. Nobody. Nobody fucked with it. And that's fine. Then them tears came out. Everybody and their fucking mother wants it. All right. Okay. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. I wish I had the picture still. I don't even have a picture of them fucking jeans. I don't know where the pictures went. Maybe it was 2021. 
Let me see. Maybe it was 2021 I did that. I'm going all the way back. Can y'all still see me? I'm scrolling through my camera roll right now. I hope I don't post nothing crazy. All right, hold on. We coming up to it. I think I found it. Hey, Apple, y'all got all this other I spy shit in the phone. Why y'all don't fucking pull up when I'm talking about a certain picture? Just have it pop up the same way y'all do ads when I talk about any other random shit. Damn. All right, hold on. I'm about to make my point. Oh, I can't find it. All right, fuck it. I can't find it. It is what it is. Balenciaga clown shoes. When did wearing dirty ass all white forces become a thing? White girls. Clown boots from Balenciaga's crazy. Niggas bought it because it's expensive. Basketball players setting these bullshit trends. Basketball players never set trends. And they be fake most of the time. Yeah, a lot of niggas should be fake. You think vintage is becoming very trendy now? A lot of people in thrift or make a lot of things based off vintage tees. Um, well, for me, I've been doing vintage since 2010. Um, that was around the age, 2010, I was 25. So that was around the time I was like, you know what? Fashion is becoming very expensive. So I'm going to have to do things that I like and wear shit that I like. Right? So for me, I just used to thrift. I would go to... L train vintage, and I would just find old school pieces like, oh shit, a vintage Bulls jacket, vintage Jets jacket, vintage Levi's that, that, that's like decent or whatever the fuck else, right? And I would just wear it. And then I got heavy into like vintage polo and like, damn, nobody's wearing this. So my whole thing was, I want shit nobody has. And the only way you can do that is by wearing something that you had to find. Anybody can buy Marnie. Anybody could buy Louis Vuitton. Anybody could buy Balenciaga. They can find that. You go in the store. But a vintage Nautica jacket? How many niggas you going to see walking around with that? A vintage wrestling shirt. Very few people will have that shirt. Vintage anything. People won't have it. It's more exclusive, which makes it more valuable. But that reflects style. A lot of people don't have style. A lot of people are trendy. So everything they wear is up to the trend. So when I'm talking about these denim tiers, people are wearing them because they're trendy. Nobody was wearing that two years ago because it wasn't a thing. Amiri's are trendy. They didn't exist 10 years ago, but it became a thing. So people fuck with it now. But those are starting to fade. What doesn't fade is style. So y'all could wear all the Amiri's you want. I'm going to fuck with these vintage Levi's. Y'all could wear all the little Louis Vuitton and gallery department you want. I'm going to rock with these vintage wrestling shirts and these vintage regular shirts. You know what I mean? I seen a video the other day with ASAP Rocky in the studio of Metro Boomin had on a shirt with eagles and lightning on it. I found that shirt on Depop for $24. This man can buy any fucking thing he wants, but he's wearing something to him. He had to find that shirt. That shirt cost $5 in the thrift, but Rocky seen it was like, nah, that shit swag. I'm going to fuck that. I'm going to wear that. That's what you got to do. People don't have style. People are told what to wear. They look at the TV, they look at these athletes, they look at these videos. Oh, shit, little baby had on a fuzzy sweater. I need to find out what that fuzzy sweater was. And then the brand being smart saying, yo, people is on to us. Make something with our name all over it. Now you see shirts that just say Marnie, T-shirts. Marnie. And they go buy it just because it says that. Not because it's fire. Not because it's hot. 
because it's designer and it says the name of the brand right there. Like, look at this. Essentials. We can't keep these in the store. If it says Essentials Little, that shit will sit there all day. If it say this shit in the front or back, it's gone. And why? Because they want to see the name. Niggas need to know what you're wearing. That's the, the trendy folks. The sweater that say Balenciaga all over it. It's tacky, ugly, but it's expensive and it's trendy. It's current. So people feel like, oh, I need to get that sweater because people will respect me for it. Whereas I'd rather a nigga walk up to me like, yo, that fit is fire, bro. He means that shit because I everything I got on, he don't know where I got it from. He don't know where I got my shirt. He don't know where I got these pants. He barely have never seen these New Balance. I was walking my dog the other day. I had on the Joe Fresh Good outside clothes 993s. Or 9, was it, not, not, was it 990? Whatever the Joe Fresh Good outside clothes was. I'm walking my dog. Little dude walks up on me and say, yo, what's up, OG? I'm fuck with them sneakers, bro. I never seen those before. Boom. A hood nigga would have had on some shit that he didn't know exactly what he got on. All right, Balenciagas. All right, Amiri's. All right, little Monty T. He ain't got to stop him and say, yo, fire fit. I know everything you got on and I know where to get it. That's not, you didn't try. You didn't do anything, nigga. You just, <coughs> you put on a bunch of designer shit. Who can't do that? Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for that. It take effort. Niggas got to put more effort into what they wearing and they don't. They can just do what's considered cool. It's like high school. Like in high school, if a nigga had a polo on, that's it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm lit. I got on a polo. Niggas can't cut my ass today. I got a Lacoste on. I'm valid for the day. All he did was wear what the popular kids was wearing. The kid that came to school wearing the anime button-up that really liked that shirt, y'all made fun of that nigga. Y'all made fun of him. But them same weirdo niggas is the niggas that's designing for Prada now. The little short button-up shirts that stop at the belt. That's trending. That niggas was wearing in eighth grade and y'all made fun of him because it was Goku on it. But guess who's designing this shit for Prada? Who's designing all these designer brand ads? Them same nerds, them same weird niggas that y'all talked about in school is the niggas designing all this shit now. And y'all wearing it. <laughs> so who was the loser? Slay, what's good, my boy? It's the rappers that make shit trendy and make y'all buy expensive weird shit and rappers get all that shit for free. That's a fact. You think little baby pay for Amiri's? Y'all think these niggas got time to go shop? Where can they shop? They don't have, they're famous. I can't walk in the mall and just, they're shut, the mall have to close. The mall will have to close for little baby to shop. So he's not out and about and browsing the, the shelves. He'll go in the mall after closing and he'll go to the stores that are going to give me a majority of this shit for free. Hey, let's go to Louis. I'm gonna spend thirty. They gonna give me eighty thousand worth of shit. Cause I'm gonna just tell them I want that coat, I want these shoes, I want that belt. They gonna say, yeah, yeah, it's a gift. Come back. These people don't pay for nothing. Them Virgil Air Forces that nobody could get. How many pairs little baby had in his closet in that episode? Three of them. That was from Virgil. I don't pay for this shit. Who's paying for this shit? This, these are my friends that make these clothes. I'm not paying for this. But y'all the ones that run out. And we'll, and we'll risk your freedom for clothes. To look like niggas that you don't know. To look like niggas that you can't even vouch for, for real. Because these niggas are living a lie. They're, that's a look. That, is a, a, that, that person is a product. These rappers are products of these record companies. And they're made to look a certain way. 
so you can buy their shit and emulate it. A lot of the crap that Fab wears actually trash, and he's one of those that ish because it's expensive despite how tacky the pieces look. That's almost everybody, bro. Yeah, niggas risking their life to wear gallery department bell-bottom sweats. Really, nigga? <laughs> I want to see how you niggas dress if you, if you had to spend your own money. I put that post up the other day. I would love to see how you niggas dress if y'all went to, out to shop and you had to spend your own money out your pocket. I want to see how fly you would be. I want to see all that Marty shit when it's coming out your paycheck. I want to see all that Amiri shit when you got to pay for it after 80 hours of work. Okay? Only niggas I know that's really getting it like that, MTA niggas, right? Some of these, the, the uh, sanitation niggas, they getting it so they can afford to play like that. But everybody else, y'all niggas, they never going to work. I don't never see you niggas at work. I don't never see you niggas at work. Y'all niggas always on the, always on Instagram, though. Counting money. And then when niggas die, they only got two pictures of them. A picture of him with his head down in a bum-ass fit, and another picture of him with money to his ear. And it's like, oh, I see why he died. Oh, I know why he died. His whole goal was to make niggas jealous to the point they killed his fucking ass. He couldn't just live. He had to show off. Listen, man. Gallery, Chrome Hearts, fucking all of these brands, they just, they just take advantage of black people and we continue to let it happen. You know? Plumbers, plumbers get money too. It's not a popular, super popular profession, but yes, Plumbers get money. Electricians get money. The niggas that climb up them poles and check all them wires, they getting bread. The only reason they don't dress that way is they always at work. <laughs> they don't have time. I'm always fucking at work. I'm getting dirty. I can't, what I'm buying shit for? Where I'm going, nigga? I'm going to sleep, buying food and going home. I ain't, you know what I mean? Niggas' whole personality is built around getting rejections, reactions online. That's true. That's true. Even with the women, right? The ladies now. Ladies, I noticed a trend that's been happening since maybe last year. And I've talked about this in my story earlier today. It seems to me that the new trend for women is on their birthday to, is to post their ass in some capacity. Now, understand what I'm telling y'all. It is a trend for women on their birthday and only on their birthday to post their ass, meaning their butt cheeks, on Instagram for free. Not OnlyFans, not Cam Soda where you got to pay to see some shit. No, right here on a free app that you follow her for free, she's going to post her ass only because it's her birthday. It's going to get the most likes she's ever got, and that is why she did it. So, bitch, you can't get likes because it's your birthday? You got to put up ass cheeks and you turning 29. Let me tell you something, sweetheart. Unless that ass is for sale, put it back. Put it the fuck back. Can I talk my shit? You're bugging. You're fucking bugging. You have children. Y'all be having daughters. So when your daughter says, Ma, I want to do a photo shoot for my birthday, and you're going to say, all right, no problem. That's cool. I'll pay for that. And when you see these pictures and it's her ass covered in oil, 
What can you say, mom? Because you did it. What the fuck you gonna say then when your daughter wanna put her free ass cheeks on Instagram for all the world to see? For free. 2,000 free ass likes, not a dollar. Ain't nobody gave your bum ass shit. All right? You could post your cash app in your ass all you want. You won't receive a dime. And it be regular girls. The shit that kill me is it don't be the girls that's doing that already. The girls that's already doing that, do whatever the fuck you want. That's your business. That's what you do. But it be girls that work like teachers. Homegirl, you a teacher. Why you got your ass on Instagram? Baby girl, you drive the bus for MTA. You a professional woman. Why you got your ass on Instagram? Why you got your body done and you drive a bus, bitch? Who's seeing you? Who's seeing you? Why you just can't go to work? Why the fuck you think you need, you got a life outside of that shit? Why you think you somebody? You ain't no fucking body. Ain't nobody looking for you. Ain't nobody thinking about you. Put your ass away. Give niggas something to look forward to when they fucking meet you. And then you wonder why niggas ain't shit. Bitch, I followed you and I saw your ass. Now I want it. That's why niggas don't respect you, dummy. That's why. That's why these niggas be playing with you. Because you come off like a fucking whore. Who respects whores? Show me a nigga that respects a whore. And this is water. I'm not even turnt. This is water. Fun. The shit that I'm having a daughter, bro. You understand? I'm having a daughter. My girl has two daughters. So I'm raising three girls. Okay? Three. Three little girls is in my is in my tutelage. They are under my gut, my guide. I'm not having this shit. And my girl not having this shit. We don't come from that. We don't come from this era. We don't come from this era where, uh, you know, you just posting free ass. I don't know who, who, who raised y'all. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Everybody giving testimony. I know a school safety officer, a bus driver with a fake body is wild. Bro, I... Let me tell you something, bro. I'm, 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 tell, I'm talking from experience. I personally know a bus driver with her ass done. She took me to lunch before. Took me to lunch. Like, yo, I'm going to take you out. And I'm like, all right. Got there. She was trying to make me drink. I know I don't drink. I don't know if she was trying to get me drunk to fuck her or something, but I was uninterested. I'm like, oh, look at her butt. It's all hard. I'm cool. You know what I mean? I'm good. Just try the bus. Do that. Do you. Make your money. You got a great job. Why are you out here trying to compete? And you ain't young. You bitches be 36 trying to compete. Hey, listen up. I know you got the money now, but the age is gone. Ain't nobody want your old ass go home. That is a young woman's club now. If you in there with benefits, 401k, go home. What the fuck you in here for? You got your shit together. You need to go to church, find you a man that's not in these streets, and build a family. Y'all be living wrong, ass backwards, have your shit together, but go to a place where everybody in there fucked up. But want a nigga to love you. And Listen, you in the wrong place. They got to redo it in 10 years because they go get fat in two. Women go get their bodies and be fat within two years. She will be one 
180. Go get lipo. Come down to 160. Everything shaped up nice, tight. See her in two summers. You would have thought she had a kid. Like, oh, congratulations. For, for what? Oh, you had a baby, right? No. Ooh, shit. Oh, okay, my fault. I thought I could have sworn you had a... Ooh. Oops. And now she's like, do I look fat? <laughs> no. No way. You look great. And you get your body done two years ago? Huh. Yeah, I like the picture when you put your ass up. I liked it. Was it a thong covered in oil for free? Of course I liked it. And I saved it, too. Screenshot it. It's fat material. All y'all doing is letting them weird niggas beat, beat their dick to your pictures. That's another thing. What I'm subscribing to your OnlyFans for of your ass all over your page. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Like, I, like all you chicks that got these OnlyFans and all these pages with all this ass, it's on Boxden. It's on Reddit. It's, they, they, it's on Facebook pages. They, they are perverts dedicating time and energy to your pictures. And you just keep feeding the streets. You giving these niggas ass and, and twerking videos for the free? For what? For followers? And you broke and don't know why. You better throw them morals out the window. You can't be halfway. If you go be a hoe, be a good hoe. If you ain't gonna be good, be good at it. The fuck you talking about? I seen Joe Budden had um Queens Flip on that podcast. Y'all love y'all, y'all the old nigga now. Y'all just the old nigga podcast. And me and Flip the same age, but he an old nigga, boy. Salute to Flip. I fuck with Queens Flip. But he an old nigga. That nigga don't even watch sports. You can't trust men that don't watch sports. I don't trust niggas that don't watch sports. I'm sorry. Nigga, you don't watch basketball? You a grown man. We don't have nothing to, we don't have nothing to talk about. We don't have nothing to talk about. Because when we go start talking about life, and I can't equate it to that time LeBron beat the Warriors, because you don't ever watch that shit, we, what we talking about? What we talking about? I don't trust niggas that don't have a mustache. I don't trust niggas that don't watch sports. You don't got to watch basketball, football. Some sport, nigga, baseball, hockey, soccer, you don't watch none of that shit. So what the fuck do you do as a grown man? What do you, nit? The fuck is wrong with you, bro? I don't be having time, bro. And any nigga that tell you he don't watch TV, no. So you just always outside in the street, you hate your house. You don't have a place to sit your fucking ass down at the end of the day and be like, huh, just watch some TV. I've heard Maddie, I don't watch TV, bro. You have a TV in crib? Nah. So what you fuck you do in your house? You just go home and lay down? So you don't have furniture then. There's no way you got furniture. The fuck? I don't watch TV. What do you do? You don't have Netflix? When bitches come, what do you do? You just get right to it. They already know. Oh, he ain't got no TV. I'm just gonna come with no draws. Like, what, what the fuck y'all need? What's wrong with you niggas? I don't watch TV, bro. Nigga be saying like that's like that's fly. What? <laughs> Bro, it, it can tell you everything going on. A lot of niggas don't have TV, though. They just be on Instagram. Like, them memes that them girls put where the nigga had the phone taped to the wall as his TV, that's real as shit. Niggas be living in a room with a bunch of clothes <laughs> and Wi-Fi. This is where niggas, how niggas live. But we'll get on Instagram and post a wheel and a Rolex every day. Motivational purpose is on. Nigga, show your real life. Flip that camera when you go home. Flip that camera. 
Your cat ain't even eight, nigga. Your cat hungry. Niggas, cats is hungry. They won't. Don't take care of your kids, but got every shoe. Be on every trip. Know everybody. I know niggas that got a whole gang of sneakers and the niggas deeming me on the low. Yo, tell this nigga take care of his kids. I'm like, oh my God, not him. Not him. The nigga that be posting so much shit don't take care of his kids. So I got to block this nigga now. I can't be cool with you. You don't take care of your kids, dog. Like, niggas don't realize how crazy that shit is. You niggas don't be taking care of your fucking kids. Nah, bro, my baby mom. You chose that bitch. So clearly you a bitch-ass nigga that ain't never had your woman in line. That you can't see your fucking kids. Who ran the relationship, nigga? You, you, how did she get pregnant by you if you such a bitch-ass nigga? How? How did this... She's so tough, but she let you fuck her. Raw, you got her pregnant, and now everything she's saying is a lie? I don't believe it. I don't buy that. Niggas don't be thinking just be walking around fly, kids hungry. Whole nother nigga getting your son fly for school. Y'all cool with that? Y'all cool with another nigga talking to your son authoritative? Y'all cool with a nigga telling your son, yo, sit down, bro, sit down. Are you wildin'? You gonna let another nigga tell your son that shit, nigga? You gonna let another nigga pick your daughter up and hug her? You, so you hate your baby mother so much, your kid? You gonna let your kid just be this? Go ahead. Fuck that kid. Word? <laughs> what the fuck? And these be the niggas talking about, I'm a real nigga. How you a real nigga? You don't take care of your kids, bro. How? Why your kid don't know you when he four? Where you was at? You wasn't in jail, nigga. You was outside like me. Where the fuck is your baby at, bro? And niggas don't even check them niggas. Y'all chill with niggas like this. Y'all will really chill and drink and smoke with a nigga that don't pick take care of his kids. Yo, what's up, a little man? I don't know, bro. And y'all will stay in there and really fuck with him. Like, what? Nah. I'm sorry, bro. You can't talk tough to me. You can't... All that gangster shit. I don't want to hear none of that tough shit. If you don't take care of your kids, you a bitch-ass nigga. Period, bro. And the reason that these niggas got that off is because niggas thought it was funny in the 70s and 80s. Man, I ran to the store and never came back, nigga. Now they on crack dead. Them niggas, that's what happened last era. The the old fathers from the 60s that raised our pops was on heroin. All right, niggas came home from Vietnam, was on drugs, strung out. Broke down the black family. In the 80s, niggas either sold crack or smoked it. Was in jail or dead. So them fathers was gone. Now we starting to be fathers again. Because we not on crack. We ain't on heroin. We ain't going to fucking war. We home. Playing PS5. Go get your son one too. Why you got a PS5 and a headset and your son still playing PS4, bitch ass nigga? Why? Huh. Niggas don't want to talk about that shit, but they want to talk about the outfit. Fuck your outfit. But if there's no fury like a scorned woman, who scorned her? You can't, you see, y'all can't do that. You see that post where the mom put the dad on child support and said he's not picked, he's not picked them up no more doing anything with them because she put them on child support. That's a bitch-ass nigga. That's a bitch-ass nigga. But listen, the reason niggas' babies' mothers hate them is because you made him hate, you made her hate you, bro. 
You made her hate you. At some point in that relationship, you turn her off to the point where she don't even want you to be around your kid. And you, as a man, you gonna let her do that to you. So she puts you on child support, so now I'm not picking him up no more. Who that hurt? I don't hurt her. She still got your money, dummy. She's, that check gonna come. You the one that's gonna hurt from that. Your kids ain't gonna fuck with you. You not hurting her. You not hurting her. You not hurting them. You hurting you. How you think LeBron James' father feel? Ha ha. 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 Ha ha. Yeah. Oh. But listen, you put yourself on child support for custody. That's an honorable thing. You fighting for your children, bro. That's a real man. Any real man gonna do that for their kids. I'll go to court. I'll pay child support. Long as I get to be with my kids and see my kids. But the overall, right? Now, I want to say this. A lot of niggas ain't going to feel this, but this is real. The overall is the person you have kids with, you're supposed to stay with. Hello? Niggas don't get that, though. You know, and I'm going to say this, too. They might cut the line for this. That's why black people is behind. That's why the Jewish people are so far ahead of us. You ain't never seen a Jewish nigga with a black baby. And you ain't going to fucking see it. They stay there. All my kids going to come from this frumpy bitch here in this skirt. That's it. I married her. That's that. I'm staying with my family. My kids will have a mother and father in the home. Us? Soon as we have, we, we have kids out of high school off rip. Hey, man, listen, I don't know. We was fucking around. She got pregnant. We having a kid. Think it's just whatever. Lackadaisical, just busting nuts in any bitch. And then when she had a kid, you mad at her. How the fuck you mad at her? Man up. It ain't about that no more. It ain't about you no more, nigga. You got a kid now, nigga. Man up. You have to go get a job. You have to go do something. Forget, huh? Huh? You know what I'm saying? But y'all play with y'all life. Y'all, your life. Listen, life is a game of choices, bro. This is a board game. This is a board game. The game Monopoly is probably one of the best games to emulate life. Ever played Monopoly? You get a little bit of money. You get to buy property. You go spot, spot, spot. You fuck up. You go to jail. You can get out. You could buy a car, you could buy a house, you could build shit, right? That's the monopoly, right? Now, in the game of life, when you live real life, real life, you want to make your life as easy as possible. Why would you choose a woman that make your life hard to have a child with? If y'all can't get along, what the fuck you having a kid with her for? If y'all argue every day, what the fuck a baby gonna do? Do niggas think life is as hard as you make it? If you want to fuck with a chick, fuck with her. But ha- you don't ain't got to have a kid with her, dog. That's, that's like niggas don't, you don't have to have a baby for every relationship. It's niggas out there that got a kid for every girlfriend they ever had. Nigga had five girlfriends, he got five fucking baby mothers. That's ridiculous. Why? And niggas do it on purpose. Y'all get, listen, and a lot of niggas, y'all give women babies on purpose. Y'all talk that sweet shit because you know you can't fuck with her. Y'all will trap a bitch. A lot of women been trapped. She was on the verge of leaving. And on that verge, he got her pregnant. So now she got to stay. Stuck her. He never wanted that girl. But he didn't want her with nobody else. How can I do that? Get her pregnant. It happens every day. A baby don't change how a woman act. A baby changes how a woman looks at shit. 
You know what I mean? A, a baby changes how she looks at you as a man because a woman goes into mommy mode the minute that baby is there. Right? It changes how she acts towards you. Right? She becomes a mom the minute that baby's there. She goes see the sonogram. Oh, I'm pregnant. Okay. Right? So now, the baby's coming. She's watching you. She's watching you. As a man, what are you doing? That whole pregnancy, you fucked all your money off. You took your time buying shit for the baby. You ain't come to no appointments. You just called in and checked in. You ain't spent no time with me. The baby kick, you ain't never felt your baby kick because you won't be there. You don't be there. Because you didn't want that baby. You just wanted her to sit still. Right? So now as the baby come, you think everything happy and we a family. No. For nine months, she was alone. For nine months, you wasn't there. She already in the mindset of single mother. And there's, as a man, it's already too late. You had nine months to prove you would be the best father for this baby and you did not. Now, when the baby come, sure, you could be the greatest hands-on father in the world, but to her, she don't trust you because the things you were supposed to do, you didn't do, and now it's late, and she got to do it. So how the fuck that make her look at you as a man if she got to do the man shit you were supposed to do? That's why they change. Ain't no way you got trapped, bro. You fucked her raw and busting her unless she took the condom, flipped it inside out, Ran in the bathroom, stuck it in there. Unless she took a needle and drew your sperm out your dick, she ain't trapped your ass, nigga. You was a willing participant. You didn't get raped. Ain't no way in hell a woman could trap a man to give him a baby. How? If she didn't do none of that and you was just fucking her, she got pregnant, you ain't trapped, she ain't trapped you. You trapped yourself. Pull out. Wear a condom. Cut them off. There's many options to, to avoid pregnancy. But niggas don't do that. Niggas want to fuck raw and then, like, when she get pregnant, just talk her into the abortion and hope she listen. She ain't never listened to you. What the fuck she gonna listen now for, nigga? Plan B ain't work. Plan B ain't work. Plan B ain't work. You know when you buy a plan B? After you nutting something. After you go raw on something. You purposely went raw on that girl. Enjoy your, your fatherhood. Man up. Don't be no bitch ass nigga neither. Take care of your fucking kids. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Take care of your kid, nigga. Don't nobody care about that plan B shit. Take care of your kid. He trapped you. She ain't nobody trapped you. He was with her for three years. How she trapped you? That's not a trap. A trap is when you fucked her once and she got a baby. Now you're trapped. Like Drake. Drake fucked his baby mother once. She got pregnant. He had to take paternity to see if it was his kid. So it was his kid. Drake's the best father you ever seen. Take care of your fucking kids. You can't be with a woman for three years and say it's a trap. That's bullshit. They see how niggas be trying to cop a plea? Take accountability. The plan B ain't work. Plan A was not getting the fucking pregnant, nigga. Plan A was pull out. Plan A was not busting her. You fucked up plan A. Plan A went wrong. You was in control of plan A. Yeah, you waiting for a pill to kill your kid for you. No. Raise your kid. Niggas crazy, bro. Niggas crazy. And let, ladies, unless you got raped, right? If that was your man and y'all, you got pregnant, ain't no excuse. Oh, he got me pregnant. Oh, I didn't want, ah. Nah. Y'all was fucking. You told him, come at me, daddy, because y'all do that shit. Or you was on top and you held yourself down to make him nutty. Y'all, y'all, women be doing shit too. 
and try to fucking act like it was us. Nah. Y'all be doing it. My girl used to do that shit all the time. I'm like, hey, look, I ain't ready for no baby yet. Don't be doing that shit. When I'm ready, when I tell you get up, get the fuck up. Don't try to sit on, no, get up. Yeah, be your daughter life, bro. That's not her fault. You a father. Man, you, you, know, you know what I mean? These kids don't ask to be here, bro. These kids don't ask to be Imagine, now listen, niggas never flip it to themselves. Imagine if you, if your moms was like, I don't want this fucking baby and gave you up to some, some family for adoption. Imagine your moms did that to you. I don't want this little nigga. He's ugly too. I don't want him. Whole life you raised by this whole family that ain't yours. How would you feel towards your moms? Fathers do that shit every day. And they want to come back when niggas is grown. Well, you know, your mom's, man, she ain't let me in your life. That's bullshit. I seen my father fight for me and my brother. So you're not about to sit here as a man and tell me you didn't have no way. I've seen my father have to refigure his entire life. Him and my mother got divorced. You know, my father didn't even have a crib. My mother put him out. We moved. My father had to literally find a crib find a whip, rebuild all of this shit. He gave everybody, my mom's had it all. And he still was in our life, still picked me up from school every day. I didn't even know my father was fucked up. I didn't know I was a little kid. I didn't know my father was fucked up like that. Till now I know like, damn, daddy was fucked up. But he still picked us up from school. He still spent time with us. We still was over there every weekend. We ain't eat the best, but I tell you what, he came and got us. He was a father. He still bought the Jordans when he didn't really have it. I ain't telling you no. I'm just telling you not now. That's my father's favorite shit to say. I'm not telling you no. I'll never tell you no. Just not now. Give me a little time. And I swear to God, he would come through with it every fucking time. Every time. Yo, daddy, can I get the 12s? I ain't got it right now, but I'm going to get them for you. Don't worry. Oh, man. And you a kid. You're like, damn, I wanted them right now. But then two weeks later, he knock on the door. These ones you wanted? Make it, it, you, know, you don't forget shit like that. Them moments, them memories where your dad was there and your father, even the small shit, it matters. Because as a man, that builds your character. So you niggas that's not in y'all kid's life, they don't have no character. They being slimy, greasy, sneaky, little dirty, little, these little niggas that's outside shooting shit up, wearing ski masks all fucking day. Them the kids that's going through with them kind of parents. Don't nobody care about them. That's why they out here throwing their life away. Don't nobody give a fuck about them kids. Ain't nobody worried about their well-being. That's why they outside like that. They don't feel that they loved. So who the fuck loved them? My gang, my block, my niggas. They look for that. These niggas ain't living right. But you ain't giving them what they want, so what they supposed to do? Be a fucking father. Yeah. Same niggas on the internet moving for reactions. Yes, that really matters. Anyone can be a father, but not everyone can be a daddy. That's what I... Yo, listen. Moment of transparency, right? Now, I don't, I don't think my girl would get mad at this. My girl's youngest daughter, her father is not really involved. Right? And I, I told... I don't even know if I meant to tell her this or I did tell her this. I told her, that's her father. I'm her daddy. She calls me daddy. She don't know that man. Christmas passed, he bought her a couple shoes. She ain't going to see him for God knows when. 
I see that little girl four days a week, bro. I pick her up from school two days out of a five-day week. My schedule permits me to pick her up. That's where I'm at because I got to be there for her. She got to know there's a man in her life. You know what I mean? You got to know that. She has to know, okay, that's my, that's my daddy. When I go pick her from school and she see me, she light up. Now, I'm not this girl's biological father, but she don't know that. And it doesn't matter. You understand? So when y'all niggas do that to y'all own kids, it's crazy to me that you could do that to your own seed. And a nigga like me with no kids can immediately jump into dad mode the minute I see that little girl smile at me. How could you, how could you do that? You know what I'm saying? I dealt with, I, I dated women with kids all my life. That's, that don't, I don't feel no way. I don't feel, I've dated women where the father was highly active and I've dated women where the father was not present at all. So, but as a man, if you love the woman, you got to love everything about her and that includes her kids. Yeah, I've seen niggas take care of their stepkids and not their own kids. I've seen that. That ass. Nigga will move on, start a whole new family, don't even take care of his kids. He only take care of the kids his girl got and the kids he had with her. I've seen that shit. That's crazy, too. You think kids don't know that? Hey, man, look. I had my dad, man. So that's why, for me, fatherhood is extremely important to me. It's very special to me. All the men in my family take care of their kids. They're all my uncles, all right? Took care of their kids. So we don't, we ain't from me. That family, our family is solid. We don't have no bitch-ass niggas in my family that ain't going to take care of their kids. They said Dominican men be starting brand new families. <laughs> I don't know nothing about Dominican. I know Haitians do that, too. And Jamaican niggas. Oh, the Jamaican niggas have a whole family in Jamaica. And his wife will never know. Niggas send a barrel every month. <laughs> Shit. Um... Well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, that was what I, I want to see. That's the change I want to see. The biggest change I want to see in 2023 is niggas taking care of their kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Haitians is y'all name. Yeah. Haitian, Dominican, y'all neighbors. African. Oh, Africans be having 20 families. What? But see, in African culture, that's fine. They can have wives and shit. That's, that's normal for them. They can do that. They got the green light from the women. So, you know. Other countries, like over even, even the Arab niggas, they can have other bitches. The wife stay in line. Hey, bitch, they'll smack they bitch too in front of everybody. They don't give a fuck. The little Indian, them Indian niggas, I've seen them smack them right in the middle of the market. Pop, shut up. Oh, crazy. But they can do that. They culture different. Oh, yeah, 2023, baby hairs, gotta go. Um, designer, get it out. That's just regular, bro. Find your style. Um, number three. I want niggas to get haircuts again. That's a big one for me. When did niggas stop getting haircuts and just growing their shit and shaping it up and with the sponge? Then niggas just started saying, fuck it, let me lock it up. How long are you niggas keeping these locks? These struggle locks. Little baby been growing his hair since he came out. That shit just grew. Because like a lot of you niggas don't have the grain of hair for all these styles y'all be trying to get off. And it's hurting my heart because I, y'all take your hat off and I'm like, bro, just get a cut. Like, why are you holding on to that? Grown niggas, man. 
Oh, man, niggas don't brush their hair. Nigga just wake up and go. My girl's son, that nigga, that boy just wake up and go. He don't brush shit. He get a, get a shape up. You ain't gonna brush it. You ain't gonna pick it, comb it, none of that. You just gonna go to the barbershop and let him shape up dirt. Why you teenagers crazy? Dang. But yeah, the man purses. Fellas, nobody cares it's LV, bro. Nobody cares it's Gucci. You are a grown adult with a purse. You are in Starbucks reaching for your purse to pay for your latte. Do you hear what I just said to you? You are reaching in your, and I'm talking about a man. You're reaching in your purse to pay for your latte. You have a beard, bro. And you say you like women. I see that. You like women so much, you like to carry their accessories. Do you and your bitch switch bags from time to time? I want to know if you niggas is borrowing your lady bags. Ladies, have you ever caught your man borrowing one of your small purses? I seen a nigga today in Dunkin' Donuts with a Telfar on. Hey. Look. And the big one, too. I should have took a picture, but I don't be wanting to, like, you know, I don't want, you know, the you get energy back. So anything I do is going to come back to me. So I, I leave shit alone. I keep it here. But then I talk about it on the pod. Nigga, the boy was in Dunkin' Donuts, Telfar bag, hanging off his shoulder, High top panda dunks in a Moncler. Look, I'm not judging nobody. However, I want to know why you niggas play tough. Like, I understand you a man, but the optics are saying otherwise. Like, if you're going to shoot me, you better reach in your fucking crotch or your back. Do not reach in no fucking purse. You know how mad I be when I get to heaven And I'm like yo you let this nigga kill me out of purse bro That's crazy And I don't get no do over That's it I can't even tell niggas why I'm up here But I'm in heaven I gotta tell the truth Yo nigga boom me out the purse bro What Out of purse Nigga was gay Nah, he was some thug nigga, man. This some goon nigga. Pulled his purse out. Not a gun of that shit, man. Damn, bro. Well, welcome to heaven. Everything's free. There's no social media. There's no TV. There's no internet. We just live up here. So, you know, over there, we got the, the water fountain. There's waterfalls. There's mountains. There's all type of shit to do here. So you don't really need TV. That's the over there. I know when you fuck with the weed. That's the garden of weeding. Yeah, all the weed there free. Snoop and all of them over there. You might as well go blend in with them niggas and start smoking. Wiz and all them over there. So yeah, you can go on that side, nigga. I'm about to go to the mountains. They got mushrooms and acid and shit. That's gonna be how... That's fucked up. You niggas take that shit off. Like, I knew shit was going bad when niggas started wearing designer belts. Remember that era? When niggas was wearing the Gucci belt buckles and the Hermes belt buckle and the LV belt buckle. I was like, oh, oh, these niggas is starting a little, starting to turn a little bit. Then they had the coin purse that hang off the belt. The little coin purse. Remember that shit? The little monogram LV coin purse hanging off the belt. I'm like, all right, they reaching. Niggas is going a little far, but I get it. It's the drip. Little Wayne was doing it okay. Then the jeans got tight. I was like, I'm not mad at the tight jeans. I like the skinny jeans. The big jeans was stupid. It was too hot. 
in the summer wearing them baggy-ass jeans. You understand? The baggy denim shorts we used to do. We was dressing like shit. So I like the skinny shit, how it came. And that's cool. The fitted shit is nice. Right? So then from that, now you got niggas growing their hair, carrying purses, wearing tight jeans and low-top dunks. What the fuck is going on out here? What happened? What the fuck happened, man? 50 Cent had niggas in bulletproof vests and champion hoodies. Who the fuck put these niggas in skinnies and fucking purses? Who did it? I want to know. Who was responsible? Who the fuck is responsible, bro? Now we starting to do the shorter shorts, too? Oh, my God. We doing short shorts, tight jeans. Niggas is growing their hair. Oh, no. Nigga said Quavo. Nigga, don't nobody look at Quavo for no fashion. Not me, not my age. No, see, Kanye didn't win no purse. Pharrell didn't win no purse. Uzi did a purse. I don't know if Young Thug did a purse. I don't know. I know Young Thug did a dress. But uh, you see what he fighting the fair. That nigga do whatever he want. Listen, Young Thug, you want to wear a skirt, nigga? All right, do that shit. I ain't want no smoke with Thug. Y'all always want to mention niggas that's really tough. I don't want no beef with no tough niggas. Thug, if you ever see this live, you might be in here in jail. I'm going to put it up later. You might see it. I love you, bro. Free thugger. Y'all love talking about people y'all don't know until you bump into them and nigga might just see your shit. I got to be conscious about what I say now. I might meet Uzi. I work in a popular store. Nigga might walk in. Hey, bro, I see your shit, bro. You be talking about me. No, I didn't. Mm-mm. I don't know who started it. I don't know who started the purse shit. I know it started from a fanny pack that niggas used to wear around, right? And the fanny pack was all right. It was weird for a minute. Niggas like, all right, that shit weird. But then it was like, all right. It's a fanny pack. Cross the chest manly. Keep it right here. Open your shit like a man. Keep the little roll up your weed. Boom. And then that strap got longer and that purse started to go further down the side. And now it is a full... I'm not going to work tomorrow. And I did this already before. I showed you the young niggas celebrating buying a new purse. That is, a, that is like a, a, a fucking accomplishment for these niggas. Niggas in their 20s, 18 through 25, that purse is an accomplishment. Because them shit's like $1,500, $1,700 that they also paying for these bags. He Cuddy started losing me in the last few years. Hey, listen, another one. I am not ever going to disrespect Kid Cuddy in any way. That man can literally do anything. Kid Cudi can do anything. There's certain niggas that can do anything in fashion. Andre 3000, Kanye West, Pharrell, Kid Cudi. They can fucking do anything. Kanye West can come out with his ass cheeks out of some red leather jeans. Niggas will look for them jeans, okay? Pharrell wore a big ass Smokey the Bear hat for a year. One year. He only wore it for a year. This nigga Future saw that and had all of us buying them fucking Zara fedoras for an entire summer with brunch boots and, yo, it got bad. Shit got bad. Niggas still do it. Don't let a nigga get a thick pea coat, some Chelsea boots, and a white button up. He gonna put that fucking fedora on and go to brunch so fast. Holy shit. Oh, listen, bro.
The British started it, then the Jamaicans adapted it, then it came out here. Man, let me tell you something, bro. I'm not wearing no purse. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I don't care if it's designer. It doesn't make a difference. I don't wear designer anyway. It made no difference to me. I don't even like carrying shit on me. I don't want nothing hanging off me. No strap bag, no fanny pack. I don't even like carrying book bags, nigga. Unless I'm traveling out the country somewhere. They can just have bags carrying bags. No, let's, let's, let's be men, all right? These days, you don't even need a wallet. Your, your wallet is in your phone. You put your debit on your Apple Pay. You put your Apple Pay on. You put your Cash App card up in there, whatever the fuck. Your bank card is in your phone. You have a wallet in your phone. You go, you tap. You don't need a wallet. So what the fuck you got a purse for? What's in there? What's in there? Weed? Pre-roll it before you leave. Shit can fit in your pocket, bro. Get a tube. There's no excuse for a nigga to carry a purse, bro, unless you got a baby. If you with a baby, oh, okay. You got diapers in the bag, bottles. You a super dad, do you? But to be out on with your niggas, just chilling, and it's four purses and it's five of y'all? No bitches. Why y'all niggas never be with no girls? That's another thing. Niggas be together too much. Why y'all never with no girls? You young niggas, y'all young. Why y'all never with no, y'all always with y'all boys? Where are the women? And if you don't like women, that's fine, but we need to know. So I can stay the fuck away from you niggas, okay? You niggas don't invite me to shit where there's no women present. I'm not coming to your little sausage fests. Yo, bro, my B-Day party, never. I never see you with no women, bro. I'm cool. I never see you around no women. I'm good. And I don't even want the women. But the women make shit better. More, more laid back. Niggas is trying to chill. Ain't nobody on no tough shit. Because there's women present. Calm that down, nigga. We around the girls. We ain't got to be all that. But when it's just niggas around, niggas look for shit. Yo, why the nigga looking at you, bro? I don't know. What's up? Y'all trying to go over there with me? Yeah, let's see what's up. Yo, bro, what you looking at, bro? Now it's dumb shit. I don't want to be around no dumb shit. Because when women is there, don't dumb, dumb shit happen. But you can see the dumb niggas. And when the women see who the dumb niggas is, the women move. I'm moving with the women. Every piece of jewelry niggas buy is to impress niggas. You ain't, women don't know shit about jewelry. So who you, you bought a Patek Philippe for who? For who? The only women that know that shit is the gold digging bitches. And that's the ones y'all say y'all don't want. So if you don't want a bitch plotting on you for your bread, who you bought that watch for? The woman that don't give a fuck about jewelry? Because she ain't going to give a fuck about that watch. You bought it to impress other men. Ladies, same token. We don't like wigs. Who you bought that wig for? If 90% of men don't like wigs, why you got a wig on? Who you trying to impress? Women do that shit to keep up with each other. They don't want to be talked about. Women. A woman's biggest fear is embarrassment. That's number one. So if a woman can disrespect her hair, that's embarrassing. So they gonna make sure they are female approved. Fuck what the niggas say. They gonna fuck me anyway. I need these bitches to respect my shit. I need bitches to see my edges in this wig and be like, ooh, who did your hair, bitch? A watch is an accomplishment for yourself. Nobody gives a fuck. It's only wills on your wrist. Leave it home. Leave it home. Because if a nigga try to rob you for it, you go give it up. So you don't care that much. What you bought it for? Go buy something you could pass to your kids. 
a watch, eh, you could have kept that money. You could have just kept that money. You wouldn't have to spend that money. You could have kept it. Niggas love to spend something and say it was an accomplishment. But the accomplishment was getting the money, was it not? So you made the money to give it back? Okay, all right, all right. When I get a million dollars, my goal is to continue to have a million dollars. Not how fast can I spend this million dollars. That's not the goal. Can I talk my that shit is not again? the point of getting the million dollars. Yeah. But anyway, thanks, guys, for uh, joining the live. Twenty. There was about 28 people in here at the most. The three things women should leave in 2022. Oh, shit. Women, uh, listen, eyelashes, baby hairs, lace fronts. What else? It's a plethora. Fake gallery department clothes. Money is meant to be spent when you got it. Okay. Keep believing that shit. <laughs> Keep believing that shit. Because what you're spending it on ain't worth, not, ain't worth the money you're spending on. Unless you're spending it for comfort or you're spending it as an investment, you're wasting money. Period. How many shoes do you really need? One pair. But how many do we have? Plenty. How many jeans do you really need? One pair. How many do we have? Plenty. How many hats do you really need? One, maybe one for the spring, one for the winter. We, we live in excess, and that's why we have the, the least. Okay? We might laugh at these niggas for not having no drip, but they got money. So the drip don't matter. And when you 60, 70 years old, nigga, that, that watch you had when you was 32, them Amiris you had in 2022, ain't going to mean shit in 2060. So remember that. The money meant to be spent? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Okay, that's what they want you to think. That's why we don't have money, because we think it's much to be spent. The richest people don't spend anything, but you'll learn that. Anyway, I got to go. This is episode 240. It will be out tomorrow. I hope you guys had a great New Year's. Happy New Year, by the way. And uh, I'll see y'all next week. Peace.